Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. (laughs) In the air everywhere. And a happy Friday to you. Another fresh edition. Piping hot. Out of the oven. Definitely being recorded for posterity's sake. The fifth hour with Ben Maller and Danny G Radio. It's been a long week here, Danny. A long week. And uh, just had a major podcast blooper that, unfortunately, nobody heard, Danny. I think that's the first time that's ever happened to us doing this podcast. Yeah, I'm a I'm a little sluggish at this point in the in the week. I, I don't know up from down. It's bizarro. It's Benny's bizarro world. I am such a radio loser, but that's no excuse, Danny. That's no <laughs> excuse. The number one rule, and you know, you taught me this, Danny. <laughs> make sure the mic is on. Make sure people can hear what you're saying. I'm actually on the live air. We started this Friday morning podcast 20 minutes ago. And 20 minutes in, I told Ben, hey, Ben, I don't see the recording thing up in the corner of the top screen. Oh, no. Yeah. We suck again. I said, what are you talking about, Danny? Come on, knock it off. What's wrong with you? Let me just tell you, you missed the best 20 minutes that Ben Maller has ever recorded in podcast history. And now Ben's going to have to recreate the first 20 minutes. Yeah, how could we possibly do that? So anyway, let me just explain real quick. I'll give you the I'm not going to give you the extended dance remix because I already did that and nobody heard it. 
other than Danny G. But I think Danny, you'd give me an A for that, right? The first, yeah, one, yeah twenty minutes. Yeah, if this was live on the air, you would have had tweets giving you an A for the monologue. <laughs> it was wonderful. Uh, anyway, instead, uh, it was. Uh, that's what we got there. And then we in in the back of the room over there. It's uh, yeah, I got you. All right, so. The way this will work on this, the Friday podcast, which is actually now being recorded, uh, we will have the first part of a two-part Maller miniseries. It's the Maller Road Trip Travel Log 2022. I'm in command. With enhanced interrogation by Danny G Radio. The microphone throttler. Now, the reason I am doing this, Danny, is because I have been pestered in a kind way, people were not mean or anything like that, but I got a number of messages on the different social media platforms and email saying, Hey, I really want to hear how this went. People are very proud of where they're from. Danny, people from Wisconsin wanted to hear how it went, uh, Chicago, all the places I visit. And so I figured rather than do this on the radio show, we don't have as much time. There's a lot of stuff going on. We pretty much kind of react to the sports news of the day on the radio show, the podcast Boy, that is right in the wheelhouse of the podcast. Some would say it's boring, but I disagree, Danny. I disagree with that take. No, I want to know what happened on your trip because I saw pictures here and there. You left a little messages about where you were and who you were going to see, but we didn't get any full details or stories about what went on. Yeah, so we'll start out like all things. It started out innocent enough. Had this trip planned for a while. It was all because of a a wedding. My sister-in-law was getting married in, in North Carolina. And uh, we really don't know anyone in North Carolina. It's a long way to go. And uh, me and the wife, the family, we determined that we needed to enhance the trip. And we figured, why not? It's a long way to go. Why not just stop somewhere in the middle? My brother had moved to Appleton, Wisconsin years ago. I had not seen him. We had a pandemic and all that. So we made a determination to make it a little bit of a longer trip and go to visit some relatives I have in Chicago and in, in uh, Appleton. And so, boom, we, uh, we pulled it off. Uh, now, I did not book the trip, uh, but we started out flying to Chicago on Saturday, as I said, mostly to save a couple of, of dollars. It's not easy to get to green Bay. It's wild going. I've never been to green Bay before. We'll get to that in a minute, but it's wild going to green Bay and thinking an NFL team plays in green Bay compared to some of the other cities I've been to that have NFL teams. It's a, uh, it's a crazy, crazy experience. I uh, hadn't been to Chicago in a lot of time, all that, blah, 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 blah. So we took the first flight out on, on uh, Saturday. And as I might or might not have said in a previous conversation to you, it's very important to take the first flight out when you're on the West coast because of the time difference. Whereas if you're on the East coast, it doesn't matter as much. You can take a late afternoon flight because you make up the time on the, uh, on the trip back. Right. So that's what we, do. uh, and, uh, the, the first flight out of SoCal, which was a good idea. It's one of those things in theory that seemed like a good idea, but in execution, it was not, uh, I could not go to sleep. Uh, my body clock still on the overnight schedule from doing the show all week. So I ended up, going to bed on Friday night into Saturday, about two 30 in the morning, woke up at 4 AM and had a rush to get to the, the car service to get to the airport. 
but I, I did not have to wear a mask on the plane. Now, the car service, they packed us all in like sardines. They did not have room for the luggage. So that uh, became a nightmare. It was a sedan, but it okay. did not have enough space in it. And anyway, I got to, to the Windy City on uh, on Saturday, and I, I started snapping some photos. I said, well, you know, let me do a little photographing thing. And I got this perfect photo when I got out of the plane at O'Hare, that weird-looking mayor of Chicago, that creepy mayor of Chicago. She was, like, right behind me in the photo. I thought, ah, it's perfect. This is a good omen. So I, I, I took the, that photo, and I posted it. I said, I'm here and all that stuff. I couldn't sleep on the plane. Uh, which I never can, and uh, and got to O'Hare, and it's a massive airport. Touchdown in your mouth. Considering how big it is, it's just so much smoother than LAX. But pretty much any airport I've ever been to has been better than LAX. And so they, I, I took this tram thing that wraps around to the rental car facility, and we got there, and it was uh, empty the pockets it was uh, a cha-ching 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 stick it up it was the first uh, of many holdups while you were in chicago yes yes i was burglarized when i first got to the rental car desk and i will not name the rental car company as you know danny we do not name names here but i will tell you that it definitely hurts a lot it hurts my wallet a lot uh what happened there <laughs> at the rental car facility. And there were all kinds of charges that I was like, what is that? Like, what, why are we paying that? And I ended up breaking a cardinal rule. And I've actually told this story before you were probably on the podcast with, with guest gun, but I've talked about it for years. I learned from a sports writer, a long, an old baseball writer, the key to travel when you travel on your own, a lot of baseball writers do that on their own. They don't travel with the team is you end up having to leave the airport and rent the car outside of the airport grounds because that's where they stick it to you with all the extra fees and the taxes to pay for the stadiums and all the hidden costs. They, get, they love politicians to get the out-of-towners to spend a bunch of money and end up paying for the stadiums and all that. So I, I violated that rule. It was insane. And all that, how much money. But we, we then tried to grab some food on the way to Wisconsin. We were going to drive and visit my brother for a couple of days. And I was the driver. My wife was the navigator. Uh, and they actually charged, in Illinois, they charged money to have my wife also be able to drive, even though I was going to drive most of the time. However, in Virginia, they said, oh, no, if you're married, it's no big deal. I was like, what the hell is that? I still can't figure that out. Uh, so somebody along the way screwed me over. Anyway, so we went to this pizza place, this famous Chicago pizza place, Lou Malnati's, and we found a location my wife did near the airport, but we got there and it was only a takeout spot. That's fertilizer. Yeah, and we weren't really familiar with the neighborhood. It didn't look like the greatest neighborhood considering there was a dollar store right across the street, which usually is a sign that's not a great neighborhood. Uh, Racist. You know, I'm, I know I'm stereotyping, but I, I believe that. Uh, so anyway, uh, wait a second. I have one yeah. of those right down the street from where I live. Like I said, you know, I love the dollar store, but uh, generally enough, I, I've never seen one in Beverly Hills. Have you ever seen a dollar <laughs> store in Beverly Hills? Hey, man, you might not know this, but I'm black. I've never seen that. Anyway, uh, so uh, we decided not to wait for the pizza because these deep dish pizzas take like 35, 40 minutes. So that was a that was a bummer. 
I feel like I, I might have mentioned this earlier, Danny, uh, in a podcast that was not broadcast. But on my way to Chicago, I was reading the, my favorite tabloid, the Daily Mail out of London. And they had a big write up about all the crime in Chicago and how unsafe it was. And there was murders here, there and everywhere. Got a murder. And that it was spilling over from traditionally the south side of Chicago has been where most of the crime is. But in the last like year, it's moved to other parts of the city. I lived in Compton. And so usually when I'd gone to Chicago in the past, it was I just avoid the south side. You're fine. But now like they were scaring everybody saying, oh, it's a. It's a nightmare, blah, blah. But people are getting carjacked in the north suburbs of Chicago where the rich people live and all that stuff. So I was a little, uh, a little jitterish. But I, I felt, I got to tell you, when I was, I was in Chicago along that first day, but I, I just felt like it was kind of like L.A. Like downtown L.A.? You got to be on guard. You got to be, yeah, you got to be kind of looking around at, at all times. You got to. Head on a swivel? Yeah, head on a swivel. So that was my, we didn't end up eating in Chicago. We just got on the road to try to visit my, uh, my brother in Appleton. We drove on highway 41, uh, which is part of it is a toll road. Screw the politicians in Illinois. So right away they stick you on a toll road. So I'm driving to Wisconsin. First stop is Kenosha. No, I didn't even realize until later that that was where a lot of the, the chaos happened. Uh, in uh, the year 2020, right? The protests and the shooting that took place in Kenosha. I mean, to me, I just wanted a bite to eat. And I was told by my, my radio friend, Bob Fesco, to go to the Cheese Castle in Kenosha. He said, you got to go to the Cheese Castle. I said, I, what's that? He said, well, it's just it, as, as it is in the name, it's the Cheese Castle. <laughs> uh, so so we, we headed there and uh, like it was a fondue place you dip everything into cheese no 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 it's got they, they just it's like a little market it's shaped like a castle and it did not disappoint it is a cheese lovers disneyland Danny. he said what now yeah i mean there's a ton of i mean all kinds of different cheeses and this place was filled even though it was just across the border in kenosha it was filled with cub fans because the cubs were playing the brewers that night and so a bunch of Chicagoans were making the trip up to go see the brew crew and the Cubbies. So all these guys are wandering around in Cub jerseys. And I had my first cheese curd in Wisconsin and some pretzel bites. And it was amazing. Oh, I bet. Oh, man. It was sounds it like a heart attack waiting to happen. Yeah, but it's you're going to die anyway. I'm a doctor. It was wonderful. And Wisconsin's my kind of food. A lot of cheeses, a lot of unhealthy pretzels and uh, meats and whatnot. We, we did the whole tour of the, the castle, the cheese castle. And I was going to get back on the highway and they said, wait a minute. There's another thing I have to cross off my bucket list. Culver's. Have you ever eaten at a Culver's? No. Okay. So this is like a local, it's the Wisconsin version of in and out. You know, on the East coast, they've got five guys, West coast, in and out in the burger wars. It's Culver's in Wisconsin. I've seen a listener tweet about that place before. Yeah, and I'd heard about it, and I really wanted to eat there. And I I figured, well, I don't know for sure that I'll be able to eat at one down the line. I didn't realize how many of these locations there were. And so we saw Culver's, and I immediately stopped. It was on my bucket list. Mission accomplished. Ate at the Kenosha location. Butterburger, cheese curds, fries, hashtag Nirvana. Uh, <laughs> man, was that a good burger. Man, was that great. And so 
So then we we got back on the road. And I, keep, I had no sleep. We had none of us had sleep that we were traveling. So we had a long drive up to Appleton, Highway 41. Few observations, Dave. Few right. observations about the current state of the state of Wisconsin and my friends in the cheese state. Uh, a very eclectic mix of signs. A lot of firework stores in Wisconsin selling fireworks up and down Highway 41. There was a mix of sex shops. Giggity, 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 giggity. And then right after there'd be a billboard for a sex shop, the God Squad <laughs> telling you if you go to the sex shop, you're going to burn in hell. So it, it was a, a quite the, the mix there. And there was a few gambling places mixed in uh, casinos and whatnot. So God bless America. Every vice imaginable. A lot of random roadkill. I did notice a lot of roadkill in the, the great state of Wisconsin. All kinds of critters. And in things on the road, I drove by the Harley Davidson headquarters, as you know, Danny, the Harley Davidson motorcycle from Wisconsin, from Milwaukee, their headquarters are there and a lot of barns, a lot of farms. Old Ben Maller had a show, E-I-E-I-O. Food companies, you know that, I think it's called Hairbro, Hairbro, is that it? Hairbro? Oh, Harbo. Harbo. The, the gummy bear. Yeah, the gummy yeah, bear. yeah. We drove by their big facility. And uh, and then boom on on ninety minutes of sleep we made the one hundred eighty three mile drive from O'Hare to Appleton Wisconsin and it was the Maller brother reunion because my older brother had driven from New York City to meet my younger brother and me in Wisconsin he got there before us and I, we had not been together in almost five years I can't believe it's been that long. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 
we had the COVID excuse that no one, my brother wouldn't get together. My younger brother wouldn't get together with anybody. I think a lot of families have gone through what you're talking about. Yeah. So it was, it was great to see everybody and catch up and it was great to see Pooh and hug and all that stuff. And uh, we all grew up very close and now we live in every time zone outside the mountain time zone. So uh, it's all, uh, all over the country and uh yeah that's a little odd but my older brother and, and his wife uh they had a pretty good thing going to new york they were in like a marketing thing and my my younger brother is kind of hangs out uh he's got that going on but i'm like the black sheep of the family because doing the overnight radio thing so uh but it was, it was good and, and i don't really have a lot in common like with my brothers other than the family bond meaning that they're not really sports people and I'm not really into the stuff they're into, but we, we, you know, we make it work. What's their biggest topic of conversation? Um, it's, well, that's a good question. Like, what were they talking about that I wasn't interested in? Uh, there was a lot of conversation about like random pop culture things, but stuff that I'm not, I, I'm into some pop culture, but they were into like weird, weird things. A lot of computer stuff. They're both into computers a lot. Okay. Uh, video game stuff. I'm not really much into that. Like not, not the games I play. So that kind of, uh, there was a question I got asked a lot. What is there to do in Appleton, Wisconsin? And the answer is two words, Danny, not much. Okay. <laughs> That's the answer. Okay. The, the town rolls up at seven o'clock and I normally don't even get going until nine or 10 o'clock at night. By then everything is closed up. I got to tell you, Appleton's beautiful. It's a beautiful city. I totally understand why my brother lives there, other than the weather, which is terrible, 11, month of the, um, 11 months of the year. A lot of trees, a lot of really cool 100-plus-year-old buildings. The Fox River, which lets out in Green Bay, uh, runs through Appleton, and walked around this really old bridge that was built years ago. They, they had a nesting area for bald eagles. The bald eagles hang out in Appleton. They chill out there in at least in part of May because they were hanging out. And there were a lot of pelicans, like stuff you don't expect to see. I didn't expect to see some weird seabirds in Appleton, Wisconsin. And a lot of references to Harry Houdini, Danny. A lot of references to the, the late Harry Houdini, who's been, who's been dead for almost 100 years, but they still have a bunch of stuff. He died. I looked it up. He died in 1926 but he's still a big deal. So four more years away from the hundredth anniversary of the passing of Harry, Houdini. but Harry Houdini, but it is impressive that his name is synonymous with magic. The Houdini act, right? You say that people know what you mean. I didn't know he was from that area. Well, he wasn't born there. He spent four years in a, as a child there. And as a performer, he always claimed he was from Appleton, Wisconsin. For whatever reason, I, I don't know why. There must have been some ulterior motive there. Uh, but there's a museum for him. There was a plaza downtown Appleton named for him. It was cool. I like magic and, and all that. But for me, the highlight was the trip uh, up the road, 30 miles. Actually, it's 28 miles from my brother's house. Lambeau Field. Oh, yeah. The frozen tundra. Now, I'm sure there was way more things to do in Green Bay. Oh, sure. Yes. You get off at Lombardi Avenue, Lombardi Avenue, and uh, there's a strip of uh, stores. And 
they were just like regular kind of stores you'd see in the suburbs of any city. And then right, right past that is this massive stadium. And right across the street, there's houses. It felt like the old Wrigley Field or Fenway Park where there's houses right across the street. And we drove right in the parking lot at Lambeau, drove around to the, there was a, a gift shop area, part of the stadium you could walk through. It was pretty cool. Uh, I, I did not buy a Packer hat, though, Danny, because I'm not a Packer fan. I'm a Ram fan. However, I did buy a Lambeau Field hat. I figured that was a compromise because I'm celebrating the stadium, not the team. That what does the Lambeau Field hat look like? Uh, it's just like a green hat. It's got the uh, the Lambeau name on it and a little drawing and all that. But it was cool. I figured why not? People still would think you're a Packers fan if you had that. Well, on. they can think whatever they want. They'll be wrong. I did see the the memorial for Devontae Adams. Very upset that he left to go to your Raiders. So they were very sad there that Devontae has moved on. You now, are you telling me his life would be a lot different coming from Green Bay and going to Las Vegas? Oh, I know. Can you imagine <laughs> going from from Lambeau to, oh, my goodness. Yeah, going from a strip mall to a strip club. Yeah. Oh man. Come on in, man. Anyway, that that is, the stadium was cool. It was neat. I've watched a bunch of games the Packers have been in over the years, the last twenty years with Favre and Rogers. They've been on national TV so much, and all those snow games, and uh, it was cool. A venerable pigskin shrine, sacred land, and right across the street is a house with a playground in the front of the house. It was freaking. Freaking crazy. Uh, but anyway, so I did expedite the process. So I spent uh, Saturday through Monday night with my brothers. Now, Monday afternoon, my older brother started to ride back to New York City. Now, that afternoon, this actually happened a couple of days before I, my schedule opened up. I decided to hold a last minute Maller meet and greet day. More of a spur of the moment kind of improv thing. I was supposed to travel to Traverse City, Michigan. On Monday, because I have a cousin that lives over in Michigan. She's getting older and I wanted to see her. I wanted to hang out with her and whatnot. But logistically, she told me, she said, ah, it's only a couple hours from Apple. So I went on the computer and I looked up the travel itinerary to go from where I was in Appleton to Traverse City. It would have taken 14 hours. Wow. <laughs> 14 hours to travel there. Who goofed? Yeah, seven hours each way. So seven hours there, seven hours back. So I, I did the cost-benefit analysis, and I said, well, there's 24 hours in a day. You figure, I don't sleep much, but I sleep about five of those hours. So if I sleep five hours, and then I spend 14 hours traveling, that only leaves five hours in the day to do everything else. And uh, so I, and you had to take a ferry across Lake Michigan. It was this whole big thing. So I decided, since I had a little extra time, my brother was leaving. My younger brother was doing some stuff. So I had a Maller meet, very impulsive. And we had a number. I actually asked people on Facebook. I said, do you want to have a meet and greet? You know, let me know if you're interested, RSVP. And knowing human nature, Danny, I figured that even though so many people had said they were going to go, that most people say something and then they don't actually follow through. Yeah. I, I had people, I had so many people from Minnesota. Oh, I'm so happy you're in the Midwest. I don't like Wisconsin, but I'm going to go. 
And I had a guy from Kalamazoo, Michigan. I love your show so much. I'm going to drive over. Uh, and all these people. And, you know, we had a good turnout, but the amount of people that said they were going to be there and the amount of people that actually showed up, much different. Uh-huh. I am such a radio loser. Oh, yeah. Much different. That always happens. And, and this was the ultimate test because I've done these things in Seattle and Pittsburgh and in uh, Boston multiple times and other places. And these are bigger places where there's a lot of people. This is off the beaten path. Dave. But we had a good time hanging out and we, we had a good turnout considering the location and all that. Uh, and only on social media had some really cool people that showed up and hang out, have a drink at Osario's. Oh, the Latin fusion place. Yeah, the uh, Mexican restaurant. People were wondering, why the hell did you go to a Mexican restaurant in Wisconsin? Blah, 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 blah. Well, the owners are actually friends of the family. So I had a, had a hookup. If you just show up to a restaurant and say, I'm going to have a ton of people there, you know, sometimes they get alone and comfortable. Even though they want the business, they're like, I don't know. You know, these people yeah. are like, cool. So love learning about listeners to the show and uh, what makes them tick and all that stuff and but i was genuinely disappointed i thought for sure that at least a couple people from minnesota that live on the border who had contacted me would make the drive over and and they all ended up flaking and uh, that was disappointing yeah we did set a new life gets in the way right yeah exactly and i get it i get it and the the thing about that i noticed was a bunch of people were like hey you should come to nashville or come to Tampa or like if I'm in their backyard, they're like, okay, I'll, sh- I'll see it. I think they want me to just be a hobo and travel around <laughs> to, to various cities. You could be like Brian. No. And just live in a different city every other week. Yeah, exactly. I just you know, live out of a suitcase and just <laughs> travel around and be a gypsy. Uh, I'll be the, the new gypsy king. Why not? Anyway. So after the Maller meet and greet, uh, and I was, I was bummed out. There was a guy that said he lived in Appleton, Danny, and he listened to me when I did the Ben and Dave show back in the nineties. Whoa. Long ass time ago. And he said he was going to come out and hang out and he never did. Uh, he didn't show up. Unfortunately, I hope he's all right, but, uh, but well, anyways, if you listen so- to that show, he must be an older gentleman. So how dare probably, you probably has a motorized scooter. How dare you? Uh, anyway. So, uh, I, uh, went back to my brother's, uh, humble abode in wisconsin it is cool these houses with these basements i love the basements we don't have the basements in california because of earthquakes but uh i went back said our goodbyes hugged it out packed up the maller rental wagon and headed south back down the almost 200 miles to chicago where did you stay when you were there oh we were supposed to stay with my brother but he claimed he didn't have space so we had an airbnb in appleton which was cool. It was a fine little house and not that expensive being in Appleton. So it was very cost effective and all that. And uh, so then we, we headed back to Chicago and uh, my wife decided she wanted to treat herself to a nice hotel, Danny. (laughs) I don't need to stay at a nice hotel. I don't know about you. As long as I don't have bed, you know, bed bugs and fleas and all that, I don't need that. But, just give me a decent hotel. I don't need a great hotel. Yeah, I say as long as it's clean, it's in a good location, and it's newer. It wasn't built in like the 50s, and it's falling apart. 
Yeah, as long as I'm not going to get some kind of disease from laying on the bed, I'm okay with it. And I and I'm not going to get poisoned from the water or the air conditioning. Anyway, she picked this place called the London House. Okay. Which is prime Chicago real estate, right on Michigan Avenue at the corner of Michigan Avenue and Wacker Drive, which is the, the big streets there in Chicago. Amazing location, right in the belly of the beast. So since I'm married to her, I was along for the ride at the London house. And uh, this time we, we were successful at getting Lou Malnati's a deep dish uh, pizza, walked around. It was freezing this entire time in Milwaukee, in, in, uh, in Appleton and in Chicago, just nasty weather. But I did get my birthday sunny Sunday, Danny. I know you're very concerned about that. The at your your family has That's a right. restaurant there, Ghirardelli's chocolate shop, Danny Ghirardelli. And it looks over the Chicago River. Beautiful location. That. Yeah, I know that location. So I went in there and had my favorite uh, chocolate cookie Sunday. And it was great, wonderful. Love that thing. That's my go-to Sunday. Uh, so this was, by the time this all happened, it was Tuesday. We got in Chicago like one in the morning on uh, on Monday. So on Tuesday, uh, we had gotten tickets to the Cubs game at Wrigley against the White Sox. Now, I had not been to Wrigley Field since they renovated it. Big props to my guy, Jonas Knox. Jonas is a made man, our colleague, morning guy at Fox Sports Radio. He's a made man in Chicago. So he he reached out to me when he heard I was going to Chicago. He says, hey, hey, I got I got a couple of tickets. You want to go to the game? I said, yeah, give me a couple of tickets. Sure. And I love that. And they were bleacher tickets. And so I got to sit in the, the bleachers at Wrigley Field. And but I looked at the forecast and it said it was raining. It's going to rain all night. Very cold conditions. I said, there's no way they're playing this game. It's not going to happen. In fact, I told, I told the wife, I said, listen, don't worry about it. She was concerned about having to go to the cold weather. I said, don't worry. They're not going to play the game. And so in classic uh, Murphy's Law fashion, uh, they decide, oh, we'll play the game. <laughs> so, so you froze your balls off. Oh, it was so bad. It was so bad. It was rain, but it wasn't like a hard rain. It was a light, misty rain. Like it was... It was uh, the heavens just spitting lightly at you. And it was very cold, windy. The wind chill said it was 30 degrees at Wrigley Field. And we were not prepared. We did not bring the, uh, the many things you need to sit in cold weather, the gloves, the hot packs, the, all that. So we had none of that stuff. Dude. And, you know, but we were at the game and you're in Chicago. You're like, you know, why not? And uh, paid out of the, out of, you know what, out of the keister for parking. Because there's no parking lots around Wrigley Field. It's in the middle of the city. Oh, man. The Mallard calculator must have been going crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah. So we just, we drove the rental car over and my wife's like, ah, let's, uh, let's just, you know, pay for parking, whatever. So, $85 to park $85 mainly because my wife did not want to wait until the game was over. She was, she, uh, she had a premonition that she probably wasn't going to stay to the end of the game. And if you pay a lesser amount, you're boxed in, you can't get out. Yeah. And anyway, so we, we headed, uh, walked around Wrigley, the cubby bear, the famous bar there, which had been there forever. Uh, the, Late, oh, there was a late arriving crowd. People always say Dodger fans arrive late. It was 
the late arriving crowd? Just because they're at the bars. Exactly. Everyone was sauced when they showed up. Uh, but Wrigley had a much different vibe than I remember. I was there before they renovated it. And I don't want to say the charm was completely gone, but it was much different. Greed won out. It had it felt like the the comp I would give it is like Disneyland. If you went to Disneyland back in the old days and then in, in, in Anaheim and then they added that shopping across the street, you know, where oh, you, downtown Disney, downtown Disney. Yeah. Like the area around Wrigley Field felt like downtown Disney. And I know they're in business and it's the free market and they bought a lot of the land around Wrigley Field and uh, the uh corporatize the the cubbies to monetize the tradition and its progress as they say whoever they are but man it's it's like going to disneyland and so it's some it's somewhat turned into cubby land yeah yeah it's 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 cubby land is what it is that's right and they did a really nice job the 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 way they renovated wrigley i thought they did a good job it's a little too much for me because i remember the way it used to be but progress Things change. Anyway, my, my wife was so in so much agony from the cold weather there. I think she was getting ready to divorce me uh, from making her sit out there with the, the family, the wind, the rain and all that. And uh, like I said, we were not ready. Didn't have gloves, didn't have scarves. We did have parkas. We went out and bought some parkas in Wisconsin because it was raining there, too. But the problem was the bleachers were soaking wet from the rain. So we needed the parkas to sit on. Oh, so we couldn't. Yeah, it was a, it was a total uh, crap show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 
And uh, but but anyway, I had a chance to meet a legendary caller to the show, Faze from Chicago. I, I put out the message on Facebook. I said, anybody at the the ballpark, if you're a fan of the show, I'd love to meet you. And Faze said, I'll be there. And he was there and he was a man of his word and he showed up and it was great. He also had a birthday. So we coordinated things. It was great to meet him and his I think his wife or soon to be wife. Very cool people. And she's a White Sox fan. He's a Cubs fan. And so hard worker drives a truck. He's got some gumption to him. I like people like that. And uh, he called up with the famous Wendy's joke. That's uh, right. Yeah. A while back there. So it was cool. I was like people that work hard and, and all that. So uh, working the third shift, this is, this is not for the faint of heart. So we did end up leaving the Cub White Sox game midway through. Otherwise, I would be looking uh, for a divorce lawyer. What was the score when you left? Uh, the White Sox were winning. I think it was like two nothing or three nothing at that point. It wasn't a high scoring game. Um, we headed over though to Pequod's Pizza in Chicago, home of the pan style deep dish pizza. Oh, with the caramelized sounds... crust in it. Oh, that sounds promising. Yeah. Now, this place came highly recommended to us by some locals and did not disappoint. Amazing pie. Culinary arts. And so we ended up watching, trying to, we were trying to warm up. We watched the final few innings of the game as the massive pie cooked. And that's when the drama-o-rama started. All right. So we leave the, the, the restaurant in Chicago. We had parked on the street. There's no parking lot for the restaurant. And we started walking to where we thought our car was. And it wasn't where we thought it was. It turned into a wild goose chase. Could not for the life of me remember. I wasn't drunk, mind you. We couldn't, <laughs> we couldn't remember where the damn car was located. You, were, you just had frostbite. Oh, it was terrible. It was like a, a dude, where's my car remake? And we were literally figuratively, we spent 40 minutes walking around. It's still raining, mind you, in Chicago. It's still freezing. And we're walking around there. I wondered if my car had been stolen, the rental car. <laughs> and we're trying to retrace the steps and all that. And I uh, got some help from our, from our buddy there. He was able to find the vehicle. However... We had killed so much time, Danny, that it was too late. We were, I was planning on going to sit, visit my, my cousin, but you know, she lives in the northern suburbs, and it was like an hour outside of, of where we were, and so this sucked. And uh, so we went back to the hotel and admitted defeat for that day. Now, did you just get turned around? Yeah, like we a lot of the streets around it looked the same, and I didn't really – I tried to jot down or take a picture of the street sign. But I, I did remember the street, but I, I, it was like three streets over from where the car was. We were walking towards the restaurant. Uh, so anyway, it was, it was you know, second city weather, got the best of us and all that. All right, so real, I don't have a lot of time, but the, the final full day in Chicago, which was last Wednesday, we packed a lot into our day. Started out on an arca, architectural boat tour of the Windy City, which I highly recommend. Very cool. If you're from out of Chicago or even in Chicago, you hop on a boat, 90 minutes, you cruise all over the Chicago River, amazing skyscrapers in Chicago, beautiful. I love uh, the, the, uh, the, the concrete jungle. 
And the, the thing I took away from that, Danny, and I'm going to use this on the show, the name Chicago, do you know what that stands for? No. All right. So it, the origin, according to the person on the boat, maybe they were lying. Uh, the word Chicago is a French version of the Miami, Illinois word Chicacawa, which means stinky onion. So <laughs> Chicago is named after garlic, a garlic plant, not an onion, actually. The uh, stinky onion is what Chicago is. Nice. So, and uh, anyway, another historic Chicago food stop. We uh, we headed to, after that. We, we, we went to Portillo's. Uh, for some uh, hot dogs, went went to the Maller Building, located oh, in the. In yeah, the- I saw that picture. It said Mallers. Yeah, Mallers in the Jewelry District, right near Millennium Park. You know that that big uh, bean. Yes. Yeah, it's right like a couple blocks away from that. Uh, people have asked, "Does your family own the Maller Building?" Not to my knowledge. If they do own it, they didn't tell me about it. And but it was cool seeing seeing the my surname on the side of a building. It was pretty neat. And uh, I don't know who it was named after. I don't know anything about it other than my name and family names on it. And I know there's a couple different families that have the same last name as I do. So uh, who knows? And uh, my family was from Chicago. A lot of my, my dad's uh, side of the family from Chicago in the garment business. And in fact, my dad was the first uh, of the family relatives to be born outside of Chicago. So crazy. Yeah. Uh, see, our families have a lot in common. My mom was born in Springfield, Massachusetts. Oh, cool. She was there until middle school before she went to San Jose, California. My dad was born in Chicago. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. My grandfather from Springfield, Mass. And my uh, my other grandfather from Chicago. Uh, yeah, so- that's crazy. Our families almost mirror each other. Look at that. It's a small world after all. It's a small, small world. We did spend a little time at the London house. We went back there, hung out. It's a nice rooftop restaurant, which is pretty cool. Very pricey, very expensive, out of my uh, my level of comfort. Uh, but a lot of uh, great ambiance and all that. But, uh, but we then finally, finally got to meet up with my cousin, who I used to hang out with when she was a little girl and I was a little, little, little kid. Uh, we were little kids hanging out at bar mitzvahs and weddings and family reunions and all that. And uh, it was great. She lives in Chicago and I had lost contact with her for a number of years, but we, we reconnected a few years back and got to meet her husband. Very cool kiddos uh, hanging out at their house there. This guy, Joel, who claims according to, uh, my cousin Heidi listens to the podcast now. So we'll see if he's if he hears this, if he reaches out to me. But he's a typical Chicago sports fan. He loves the Cubs, Bears, Blackhawks, some of the Bulls, all that stuff. And the Bears. The Bears. The uh, Bears. Yeah. And in fact, he told me he's hoping the Bears move out because the Bears, the, there's a rumor the Bears are going to move out of Chicago proper and out to the suburbs. And yeah. If they, if they do, it'll be right across in the neighborhood where my cousin lives. There's like a racetrack. They're going to build a, a football stadium. It's and their version of Santa Clara. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but it was, it was great to meet my, my second cousins. And uh, I got uh, a cousin who's going to be going to the University of Wisconsin, a Badger, uh, next year. The middle kid reminded me of me because he's in like baseball cards and stuff like that. I thought, ah, oh, that's pretty cool. 
and plays hockey and baseball. And then the, they've got a, a, a daughter that's uh, a younger daughter is like in third grade. So, but it was, it was cool. I think we'll leave it there, Danny, and this will be the intermission and you'll have to tune in tomorrow. Same Mallard time, same Mallard channel. For what the, happened with the wedding? For the riveting conclusion of this two-part miniseries, the Mallard miniseries. We've <laughs> talked about Wisconsin and Illinois, but what about Virginia and North Carolina? Stay tuned. Dot, dot, dot. Can't wait. Later, skater. Got a murder. Got to go. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.